0: Welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. And I'm Callum.
1: And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Evening. I'm excited about tonight's pod. Why is that? I don't know. Well, we've, got a, we've got a special guest, haven't we? Yes. Um, from uh, the world of Twitter. Yes. He uh, has one of the best accounts out there, rugby league accounts out there, I think, uh, in six again. So we're uh, we're going to speak to the owner of uh, the 6Again Twitter account, uh, and we're going to do a feature on a bit of a crystal ball looking at Super League and the teams within it uh, in the next, what, three years?
0: Yeah, two or three years, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm quite excited about tonight's, because I think there's quite a lot to talk about as well this week. There's been a lot of games. And a lot of non-games.
0: Uh, well, yeah, more to the point, yeah.
1: That's one of the things we've got to talk about. Um, bits of, bits of news, uh, bits of gossip. Um, I think it's a little bit more positive than last week.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been a bit, um, negative the last couple of weeks, hasn't it? Yeah. So.
1: Tell me about your injury that I can see.
0: I've got a poorly arm.
1: You have got a poorly arm, haven't you? Yeah. You've got a purple arm.
0: I know. I'd, like, <clears throat> hyper-extended my el- elbow.
1: Playing rugby league, we should point out.
0: Yeah, I was playing a match. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then what happened?
0: Well, I was making a tackle. I had my arm wrapped around whoever I was tackling, and um, someone's come in to try and finish it, but hit the, the back of my arm and bent
1: my arm the wrong way. It looks sore. It is sore. Hmm. Should we get a picture of that on Twitter later?
0: It's black.
1: Yeah. Should we get a picture of it? If you want. Yeah, I think we should because it, it looks it looks sore.
0: Is so. I'll be honest. It's so.
1: In the last ten minutes, just before we started the pod, I'd just been to the pharmacy to collect some uh, prescription. It was like some tablets. Yeah, right. And they messed it up as usual. And while I was waiting in there, there was this woman coming, and she said to the uh, to the the woman in the pharmacy, she says, "Have you got such a thing for David or whatever?" So she goes in the back, and she goes, "No, uh, doctor's not put anything through." Uh, I said, "All right." She goes, she goes again. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yeah. She goes, is it, is, it, uh, is it the village pharmacy? She says, I don't know. She says, well, perhaps you want to pop next door and, and see if it's there. She went, oh, no, I wouldn't worry. He'll be dead before we get him. <laughs> <laughs> Walked out. What? <laughs>
0: That's what she said.
1: Oof. Bloody hell. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably not even funny, but <laughs> it's just... I thought it was really comical,
0: wouldn't bother coming out from is that close?
1: <laughs> it wasn't the um it wasn't the response I expected, oh no, but it wasn't so anyway, sir, if you are you know perhaps if you're listening to us, perhaps he's a a listener of the uh, l. f p um stay with us, yeah, get your tablets so <laughs> there you go, oh, where should we start?
0: uh nrl as yep. always
1: okay let's uh, i thought you might just want to mix it up that's all but you're going with the nrl yeah yeah okay your choice
0: looking at the games and uh let's just start with a blowout game as per okay. um the bulldogs nil manly
1: seagulls 66. It's an embarrassment, isn't it? That's shocking, isn't it? <laughs> Absolute embarrassment. And do we not say the same thing about the Bulldogs every week that just an embarrassment?
0: Yeah, a lot of the time. Um All of Manly's tries were the same. They flung it wide to we, Saab. Who did we
1: say that about? Like, oh, it was the Titans last week, where all the all the tries were the same that they let in.
0: Yeah. But the, the they flung it out wide to Saab. Who just legs it round the winger and then gives it to Tom Chaboyevich, and, and that's then that's it. it. That's, that's, the that, game that's all
1: the tri- that's what all the tries are like. Um, on the flip side of that, do you think the Sea Eagles are looking more and more like a a, a a Premiership contender?
0: Oh, you mean like what I asked you a few weeks ago, and you said no. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Have You changed your mind now. Um, uh, the only reason I've changed my mind is I'm not convinced how well the Panthers are going to cope without their two halves if they're injured.
0: Still got the Eels, and the Storm.
1: Um, yeah, I think it's a I think it's a three way thing now. I said I'd said two way all along between the Storm and the Panthers, I think possibly the way the Sea Eagles are playing, you add them into the into the equation. But I think the Panthers, and what I mean by that is, is the Panthers slip down a couple of places while they've got the injuries to, the key one is obviously to Cleary. Mm. Do they slip down a couple of places towards the ladder, towards the back end of the season, which could cost them come playoff time? Mm.
0: don't know. Maybe, maybe not. If they get other players back, they're unbeatable, aren't they? They've proved that. But...
1: Well, they won again.
0: They did win again, just.
1: What did you make of that one, 13 12?
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good game. Um, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't quite watch it as as intensely as I would have liked because I was at work, but, um, you know, I saw a majority of it and I I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was a good game. Do
1: you think the Ears will be disappointed? Yeah, I think
0: so. I I think they probably felt like they could um, turn them over. Um, and, and, and didn't, obviously, in the end.
1: Chan, chance missed, I would think, from the Eels' point of view.
0: Yeah, I think that's how they'll be feeling
1: as well. Yeah. Um, Talking of chances he's missed, uh, Warriors. Warriors 18, uh, Dragons 19.
0: Yeah. The Warriors well and truly blew that, didn't they? What, with the 18-6 up?
1: Yeah, with 10 minutes to go. And then it came back to, I think it was 18-10. And yeah. they were eight points up. And then went for a drop goal with like seven minutes to go. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, but no, not only that, the Dragons. It was, uh, Chad Townsend, wasn't it? Yeah. The
0: Dragons then scored off that next set, didn't they? Yeah. To make it. 18-14.
1: Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Why, why on earth are you going for a drop goal? When you eight points up with with seven minutes to go, just kill the game.
0: Yeah, it was a strange one that.
1: So and then, um and then they ended up eighteen all, didn't they? Um, I think they hit the post with the 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 last conversion attempt. Uh,
0: yes, he did hit the post. Yeah, you're right, Corey and Norman, the, and then got the
1: drop goal. Yeah, it was a little bit like the 2015 grand final.
0: It was a little bit like that. Just. Uh... Not as exciting or important, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: But it was the same. They hit the post with the conversion, and then the same player got the drop goal.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. I think we need to. I think we need to talk about the Dragons a bit, though, don't we?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> go on. I'll let you start with it. They, so they had a party, didn't they?
0: Well, Paul Vaughan, who plays for the Dragons, held a party, and what was the nine, ten of them, something like that.
1: Fourteen.
0: Oh right, it's gone up. Oh, it's
1: gone up. Yeah. Well, and he's had his contract ripped up.
0: Well, I was just gonna say this morning the reports the the dragons are about to rip his contract up, but they have had this party. Um, because obviously they've had a, a lockdown in Sydney, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is funny. It makes. I mean, it's not, but it is. it's, so, it,
1: it's typical, sort of. Um, NRL players, the rules don't apply to us, innit? It's one of them, innit?
0: Yeah, so um, they've ended up having 305k and 20 matches worth of uh, fines and bans. Yeah. and they've had that many players serving um, the, you know, the suspensions and stuff like that, that they're having to split it across a minimum of two rounds and a maximum of four rounds to ensure that the Dragons have got enough players. <laughs> God,
1: they can get a team yeah, out.
0: So they can get a team out. Yeah, so they can get a team um, out. I bet
1: James Graham is fuming.
0: So they've got a quick rundown here of the fines. So Blake Laurie, $20,000 fine. Uh Daniel Alvaro fifteen thousand dollars, Jack Bird twenty five thousand, Josh Kerr eighteen, Josh McGuire twelve, Cade Ellis five, Matt Dufty twenty three, uh Tyrell Fuimano twelve, Zach Lomax thirty one, Jack DeBellin forty two, uh Gerard Beal two thousand and Paul Vaughan got fifty thousand and Corey Norman also got fifty thousand. The Corey Norman thing makes. Are they more guilty? Well, did you hear about Corey Norman? He was at this party. Right. Police turned up. Corey Norman jumps out the window or whatever and legs it, but drops his wallet. The police find his wallet with all his ID in, and he got. That's how he
1: got caught. And then they found two of them in a wardrobe, and one of them under the bed. Oh, mate, you gotta come out of there. (laughs) Oh, God. Who wonders this head today? Did you hear about Jack DeBellin? No. Right, so Jack DeBellin said he wasn't even there. Yeah. Right? And he was just walking his dog in the vicinity of the party. (laughs) He avoided the police and said he was just walking his dog in the same street.
0: And he's ended up with the second most. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, second biggest fine. Yeah.
1: Because of it, because he told lies. <laughs> just walking me, dog, mate. Corey's
0: thing just has me in stitches.
1: That's just it's just uh, it's not. I don't know. But
0: it's... Um, Paul Vaughan uh, <clears throat> got in trouble during the last lockdown because he had a party during
1: the last one as well. Yeah. So it's his second party, which is why they've in as many lockdowns. <laughs> which is why they've uh, he's just a party animal, isn't he? Yeah. Which is why they've. Um, uh, Struck his $800,000 contract. Gone. Yeah. I think you'd be more sensible after that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, the other one that's on that list, which I wanted to talk to you about, was uh, Matt Dufty. Because mm. he, he's on that list, isn't he? Was I he he think you he said 23000 Yeah,
0: him. that's right, yeah.
1: But he's been speculation, hasn't he, about coming to Super League.
0: Yeah, he's come out this week, hasn't he? We?
1: And said he'd be disrespecting himself if he went to Super League because I'm an NRL player.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to trust the quote for word for word because sometimes they can be misquoted, can't on I'm not sure if he'd have come out and said, <coughs> basically, Super League's crap. But, um, you know, if he he's, he's come out and said that his reputation's been ruined, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, doing stuff like that's not going to help,
1: is it? He said he was he's turned into some sort of enigma. Yeah. And he speaks to his agent every day. And he could always go overseas, but he'd be disrespecting himself and what he wants to achieve if he went if he went overseas.
0: And do you know what he's probably right? He probably is, isn't he, an NRL player. And I'm, I'm I just I can't really believe that nobody wants to
1: pick him up. An absolute glut of fullbacks about at the minute and an absolute glut of wingers that are going to become fullbacks. Yeah. But but he raises the question if you were a Super League club would you want to try and sign him?
0: Um, it's never nice hearing comments like that, but I'm pretty sure Lachlan Coote said a similar thing before he came over to St. Helens, and look how he's turned out. Yeah,
1: yeah. But for me, I'd be saying I'm not going to touch him. Then if no. you don't want if you don't want to be here, if you don't want to come to if you don't want to come to Super League, and you don't want to come to our club, then we don't really want you.
0: No, and I don't know. Maybe he'll just have to come to the terms that he's, you know, or if he does end up in Super League, that's where he's ended up, and, and he'll have to give it his all. So maybe, maybe once he's over here, maybe that would change for him. But I don't know. It's never. It doesn't fill you with confidence, does it? Hearing those things. No. But anyway, bring out the T-shirts because the Knights thirty-eight, Cowboys nil. No ponga, no party. Kalen ponga back with an absolute class
1: game. Yes, ponga.
0: Yes, party.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And he was he was excellent, wasn't he? Yeah, he was brilliant. So what do we have on the what do we have on the t shirt? No ponga and a little light scrum cap. Yeah, and then I think no so. party. Yeah,
0: I think so. I think we should get a made. And then just a couple of light like, beveragey at the bottom of something. I bet what? Like a couple of bottles of beer or something.
1: All right. <laughs> I like that, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I think we should get him made, because I think that would be great. I do as well.
0: But, yeah, I'll tell you what else was uh, <clears> quite good. I thought Dom Young had another good game. He bagged himself a, a, a try as well. He's so. huge,
1: isn't he? Yeah. I saw a picture of him on social media this week. I think he was stood with Ponga. Right. Um, and he's absolutely dwarfed him. Yeah, I mean, he's a tall guy
0: anyway, but they tend to beef up when they go over there anyway, don't they? Yeah. So,
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Knights, I think sometimes with the Knights, they've got more about them than those teams around them.
0: Especially when they've got Ponga and, and Mitchell Pearce back yeah. as well and, um, you know, getting Jake Clifford from the Cowboys.
1: They've not got a bad spying, have they?
0: Not really, no. Um, it, it, it's fairly good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I th- I definitely think they've got more about them. Well, for instance, in the Cowboys, who who they hammered,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: What's happened to Jason Tamalolo this season? Just looks an absolute
0: shadow of his former self, doesn't he? Yeah, doesn't really seem
1: to be. <sighs> He's just not pulling up any trees like he has done the last few years. But it was interesting, wasn't it? Because we actually said, didn't we, on that um, the pod. Uh, a couple of weeks ago when we did the uh, the player polls. Yeah. That he hadn't had a single vote for, and it was the first time in five years that he hadn't been in the top five, and he didn't get a single vote.
0: Well, he's certainly not playing like it, is he?
1: No, no. Um, neither were the Raiders.
0: No. F- losing 44-4 to the Titans. Um, and the you've, Titans... You've done them a,
1: sorry, you've done them a disservice there. It was 44-6.
0: Was it? Yeah.
1: Definitely. I think so. All
0: mm-hmm. right. Well, either way, they got hammered. <laughs> yeah.
1: Titans were excellent. Um, but the Raiders have got, they've got problems. They? Ricky Stewart's got real problems there, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, it um, isn't looking so good, is it?
1: No, and I, I heard rumours this week that they wanted to re-sign, uh, re-sign. They wanted to sign Gareth Widdop. It was six, by the way. Thank saying, you. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to sign Gareth Widdop, but... The indications are that he wants to now stay at Warrington.
0: I've I've read that he's now not going anywhere,
1: which Very is odd, weird. Isn't it? Yeah, he touted himself about twelve months ago, didn't he? Anywhere he could, and then the Dragons said, "No, no, we're happy to let you go, and you can find another NRL club." Although they might want him back because they've got no players left. <laughs> yeah, um, two week loan. Yeah, uh, and now are they saying he wants to? He wants to stay? Yes. Yeah, Strange. Um,
0: but, you know, sticking with the Raiders and the Titans, the, the, the Titans have been desperate for a win, haven't they, the last few weeks? Because I think, I don't, for some reason, they have big, massive expectations.
1: Well, if uh, Matt Duff is an enigma, then the Titans certainly are, aren't they?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Never know what you're going to get with them from week to week. No, you know, I mean, I I thought they had a good chance of winning. I didn't think they would win. Um, yeah, by thirty eight points. So,
1: but then you say, and I'm not sure who they're playing this week. But then you say, well, can they back it up this week? And and you wouldn't be confident in saying yes, would you? No, no,
0: and and that's even, you know, unless they're playing the Bulldogs,
1: <laughs> and even then, you'd be, well, they should win.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's the. The next step for them, I think, isn't it now going forward? That
1: go and win two and three in a, on a row yeah. in the trot, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, Raiders were in real trouble, but it was a good win from the Titans.
1: Yeah, and also a good win. Uh, and a good day for the Broncos. Do
0: you know what? I loved that match.
1: Twenty six eighteen.
0: It was brilliant. The, the all the tries were phenomenal. Like yeah. really, really good rugby league tries from both teams. Yeah.
1: Um I I thought the if the eels had if were kicking themselves, then I would think the sharks are because the chances that they hadn't bombed. Yeah. I thought they, they could have been out of sight and they let the Broncos back in and give them something to aim for, I thought.
0: Yeah, they they did. Um you know, credit to the Broncos for sticking in there because usually they they're getting fifty points put past them, aren't they? I think the Broncos. Um, quick look at that. The Broncos have conceded 500 points in 16 games. Wow. Which is just embarrassing, it's isn't 30, it?
1: Over 30 a game.
0: Yeah. Which is just ridiculous. So I mean, credit for them sticking in there. And 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 you know coming away with the, the two points, but some of the some of the tries were I just thought were, were brilliant. Um Especially that that. F- the fullback second try, we sort of went the length of the field.
1: Oh, when when um uh he was getting uh he was getting chased down, wasn't he? Yeah,
0: and he well, he got caught, didn't he, by uh, Ronaldo? Yeah, um, uh, but he still managed to get the ball down. I, but it was just, I just thought it was a brilliant try. But all the try if you, if you haven't seen them, go and watch the, just you know the highlights yeah. on YouTube because well, they just thought they were excellent.
1: Well, it was good that because that that chase it, it then showed it. From like head on and you could see the, the faces. Yeah. And you could see the effort they were putting into the to the sprint to try and yeah. one trying to get there and one trying to catch him. It was really intense stuff. It was good.
0: Yeah, it was really good. I like to say I enjoyed that. It was my favourite game of the weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, twenty six eighteen to the Broncos against the Sharks. Yeah.
1: Um uh, Tigers twenty two, rabbit holes thirty-eight. Sounds it closer, sounds close. But it wasn't, was it? No,
0: the rabbit holes will be upset that they, it ended up being... Like, it was never that close, and they never run them close. But they'll be upset that they let 22 points and then only won by um, 16.
1: Was it like 20, 24-0 at halftime? Yeah, 26-0 or something, or something, something like at that. halftime, was And it? if Adam Reynolds had
0: <laughs> oh. <bombed> a try. <laughs> did you see that? I did, I did see it. You're, I watched it last night. Um what, 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 what not annoyed me, I don't I don't know how to describe how I felt about it, was the way he got through the line. Where he, he didn't even dummy it. He, no, just, he just sort of. Through.
1: What's he run an extra 10 yards for to the back of the line? I don't know. But to the he back just of the, the, uh, the, go- the in-goal
2: line?
0: Semi-feigned a pass. He just sort of looked as if he was going to pass and the gap opened up and he just walked through it and then puts his foot on the dead ball line before he grounds the ball. Ridiculous.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's one of those comical things, isn't it? It's one of those funny moments that you're like, oh, what have you done? And it's like one of those things where if they lose by four, you think, oh, what have you done? Yeah. And it didn't matter at the end of the day. No, it and didn't he missed matter. three goals in the first half as well.
0: Well, he's also just, during that game, became um, the Rabbit uh, greatest ever goal kicker. Yeah. So, well done to Adam Reynolds.
1: Just about did it before he leaves. Yeah. 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 So, we won't
0: be getting much more next season.
1: No. Um, no, we did mention something I forgot to mention during the Broncos game was um, Anthony Milford. Oh, yeah. And, and they're yeah. now talking about Anthony Milford perhaps coming to Super League. But I think somebody will take a chance. And Matty Johns was saying the same thing yesterday that he thought that somebody would want an exciting, explosive half that can run will take a chance on Milford.
0: For a million pound a season, I, I,
1: I was just going to say, and and maybe that's a stumbling block for anybody that because yeah, you you'll have to drop his wage, but sometimes players and agents are a little bit um, reluctant to to do so, aren't they? Or drop that much if you like.
0: Well, he's out of contract, isn't he? I think it's not that he's they're moving in mind. I think he's like genuinely out of contract. So it's either. Wait for a million, or end up with nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the last game this week, um, business as usual, but to me a, a, a surprise just because it's against the Roosters and the Storm winning forty six nil.
0: Yeah, I know the Roosters have got injuries and stuff, but the Storm are just phenomenal.
1: I always say it, and there's always a there's always um. There's always a, a standout, if you like, but uh, Jerome Hughes doesn't get the, the plaudits like some other players in the NRL. And yet, do you know the way he leads his team around the field and the way that he organises them and his own performances and his own input into the game, week in, week out? I, I think he's phenomenal.
0: No, I agree. <clears throat> I agree. I love him. I think he's ace. Um, I love that he's got that little bit of a mean streak in, in him as well. And but like you say, the way he, he guides the storm around and and how he's come on over the last twelve months, eighteen months, he's he's phenomenal. Always makes a break or a half break, but more often than not, it's a full break, isn't it? And yeah. you know when you when you played on the back of the pack that they have as well it's it's uh, made slightly easier i think but you'd
1: you know, be more than happy with a with a half back pairing wouldn't you of Hughes and uh, Monster yeah
0: <laughs> surely you know it's yeah. it's it's probably the best half back pairing in the world apart from maybe Luai and Cleary. yeah i don't think there's there's many that will beat Hughes and Monster no that's not at all
1: no um but I suppose the other thing uh, again, you know, you look at the, the Titans game, the Sea Eagles game, the Rabbitohs game, which uh, should have been, I suppose, more than it was, the Knights and now the Storm. It's another round of, uh, of blowouts, um, which was interestingly picked up uh, by Wayne Bennett in his press conference. Did you did you see this?
0: Yes, I did. Yeah,
1: because they asked him about these blowout scores and the rules, didn't they? And the set restart. Um, and different rules that had come in and he said there is a little bit with the rules um, we do need to, to change one or two things he goes but and he, he addressed the journalist didn't he and he said you're so far off the mark it's untrue yeah he said I'll listen to you guys and then he went well I'll try not to he said <laughs> yeah. but sometimes I've had to when I'm in lockdown at home he said uh, but you're so far off the mark he says and these clubs have got to start looking at themselves the way that they are run hmm and I thought that was really telling. I thought that was really interesting because you could compare that right across the board with the Super League as well, couldn't you? Yeah. 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 So you know, is he is he right? Is it is it the clubs or is it the rules? As a, and you could say yeah, it's a bit of both. But if, you, if which would you know what would you say is the is the major contribution? If you like,
0: it's hard to say. It's hard to give. Probably. Um... A balanced answer because we don't know how these clubs are run, um, or, or what he means by that. All we see is what happens on the pitch, really. Yeah. Um, so it's it, it's hard it's hard to give a a good answer, I think, for that.
1: I think what I would say, in I suppose support of Wayne Bennett is. This is the, the biggest gap and the poorest bunch of teams towards the bottom that I can remember in the NRL.
0: Yeah. I agree. You look at the games on Saturday, yeah, and it was the bulldogs the Eagles, which was 66-0, Raiders-Titans, which was 44-6, and the Knights and the Cowboys, which was 38-0. You take the winning teams from that against the losing teams, that comes out at 148 points to six. Yeah. For them Saturday games.
1: Well, if you hush that there a minute, because it's part of Bobby's stats of the week. All right. Well,
0: I wouldn't know that because he's not sent them there, despite me beating you in the poll.
1: Uh, yeah, but I think that's just because you got a couple more mates to to vote for you, I think.
0: You voted for yourself, so don't give me that. It
1: was the only vote I got. <laughs> <laughs> Even my mum didn't vote for me.
0: well who's reading the stats let's find out because it's time for it's bobby's stats of the week
1: it is time for bobby's stats of the week and i've got them in front of me
0: it's ridiculous
1: so (laughs) well he's made a bid actually to uh, uh to come on himself next week yeah, so uh, let's see how he goes. Ooh, he can't good. <laughs> so let's see how he let's see how he does. So he's got uh, he's got uh, about six this week, I think. Um, number one, which is more of a talking point, but we didn't mention it, so I'll turn it into a stat. Okay. Uh, Nico Hines' conversion, one of them this week. Uh, meant that Melbourne Storm have surpassed 15,000 points in the NRL this week.
0: Right. Are they the first team to do so?
1: Mm, I wouldn't have thought so because they're a relatively new team, aren't they? But I think it's just a milestone for them.
0: Just I'm just in the NRL? I uh, don't know. Anyway, still good.
1: Uh, okay. I'll give you the other one that you were talking because you started to talk about um, winning margins, didn't you? mm so, in this week's round of the NRL, is the second highest cumulative margin in NRL history. So, the total week's winning margins add up to 214 points, mm. which is made amazing because two games were decided by one point. Yeah. So, in fact, three rounds of the 2021 season make up the top 20 winning margins. two of which are in the top five. And that includes the 1998 season where there were 20 teams in the league. Wow. So the only other season to have three rounds in the top 20. And it's fair to say that 2021 is probably blowing it out of the water at the moment. Definitely. So there you go. Uh, Do we have a Super League one? Aye. Okay. Wigan. Wigan. Wigan have now lost five games in a row in Super League for the first time since 2006 where they actually lost seven games in a row. And they bounce back from that with a win over Huddersfield to stop the streak. And who did they play this week?
0: Huddersfield.
1: If they turn up. Yeah, if they turn up. <laughs> so there you go. So, uh, back to the NRL. The Manly Seagulls have scored the same amount of points in the last three games as the Canterbury Bulldogs have all season.
0: No. 172. Wow. <laughs>
1: wow. Uh,
0: brilliant. Flying, aren't they, at the minute?
1: Yeah. And we will stick with a manly one. So if you take Tom Chaboyevich's last two hundred minutes, so that's two and a half games, yeah, which is the second half against the Titans, uh, State of Origin two, and Manly in Canterbury, uh, his score line over those over those last two and a half games is one hundred and forty nil.
0: Wow. Wow. So got a good few weeks there, hadn't
1: he? Aren't he just? And one more? Yeah. Uh, Greg Inglis. Greg Inglis has become the league's joint overseas player with the fewest amount of games in the league. So he's played the, For an overseas player, he's played the fewest amount because he played three games for Warrington. Okay. And who was the other player in that who played three games?
0: How I many did Andrew Johns play?
1: Andrew Johns was in it? 2005 played three games Four.
0: And... Yeah,
1: except the difference was he was only supposed to play three games. Yeah. Well, actually, Not he was supposed to play years. more because they were supposed to get to the grand final, but didn't. Yeah, But he was only on that short-term contract. So, uh, Greg Inglis has has joined him on that three-game mark. Mm.
0: Three games out of two years.
1: Yeah. although I would argue with that because what was that guy that St. Ellen's had um, when... They ditched Tommy Martin, when Elliot Hanley ditched Tommy Martin.
0: Oh, was it Trindall?
1: Tricky Trindle, Daryl Trindle. How many did he play? I
0: uh, don't know.
1: We need to look that up. Perhaps uh, perhaps if Gray's is listening, uh, the font of all knowledge for saints, perhaps uh, Grey might be able to tell us uh, Darrell Trindall's stats. Yeah. So, Grey, if you're listening, it's over to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and that was... so it's time uh for our feature which is this week we're going to do a a bit of a crystal ball uh which essentially is looking perhaps how long do you think callum three three years ahead shall we say yeah Um, we're going to look at perhaps how super league might look in terms of how many teams etc things like that and uh the teams that are currently in it and how will how will they look and who's in well best and worst positions i suppose yeah so i'm delighted to say uh we've mentioned before at the beginning of the pod that we've got uh we have got bry from six again uh one of the the, the best uh, uh twitter accounts out there for rugby league uh and we're delighted that he's joined us tonight uh bry good evening Good evening, chaps. How are you? We're great, thank you. We've had a lot to talk about this week. It's been a it's been a funny week in Rugby League. There's been a lot of matches, but there seems to have been all sorts going on this week.
2: Yeah, it's been a bit weird, hasn't it? Yeah. The game's on days that you don't even normally have them on on a Monday, and it's just been non-stop.
1: Yeah, I mean, even to the point this week where um, there was games on. Like last night, there was uh, Warrington and Leeds on, and you think, oh, I forgot that was on. Yeah, um, yeah, totally yeah. agree. So yeah, so bright. Welcome. We're delighted that you join us, as I say. And just, do you want to just tell us a little bit about your your rugby league journey? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, my first memory was the Charity Shield in '89 uh, at Anfield Witness Wigan. Um, growing up in Liverpool, and I, I knew a little bit about Witness because they were massive then. Obviously, yeah. Um, and Martin O'Flyer was everywhere, absolutely everywhere in the local press. Uh, I think he got forty-five that season. Yeah, um, well, the, the players the
1: then, though, as well, like like, uh, oh. like Devero, Davis, uh, Alan Tate, didn't they? People, they had a, a real spell of signing some real rugby union stars. Witness at the yeah. time, didn't they?
2: Yeah, and told thought that with Myler as well. And yeah, you, you know, you, you just it would. I say, I remember being a kid, and they were everywhere. Yeah. Obviously, uh, football, football's yeah. massive over there, but at the time, Witness were were pushing them, to be quite fair.
1: Yeah. Howie Tamati, people like that. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: But yeah, um, and then I, 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 when I really yeah. started getting into it, I asked my dad, who, who we should support, basically, um, and we lived close to Witness. So he said, well, we live close to Witness, but you were born in Western, so really it should be St. Helens. So... Ever since then, I've supported Saint Helens. Oh, um, yeah. um,
0: that was a roller coaster.
1: That wasn't wasn't it? Um, <laughs> <whoo>. <laughs>
2: Beautiful, isn't it? Well, um,
1: we had uh, we had uh, Graham Hall on uh, a few weeks ago, as, as, <laughs> as you know, when we did the specials. And uh, Gray's, uh, Gray's a big Saints fan as well, so. Uh, it looks like we. It looks like we've got Jordan Hudghter who who came on for speaking about Leeds, didn't he, the other week, Callum? He'll think we've got some sort of Saints buyers going on, money. Yeah, he will. Yeah. So apologies to Jordan because we haven't really. So yeah. But, <laughs> well, no, this is the brilliant. thing.
2: No one, no one knew until just now that I actually support Saint Helens because I've never actually told them. I've got a few followers who you know. One, including my wife. But I thought <laughs> this. But there's only four, four, five people who before right now, knew that I actually support the team. Even even today, about half an hour ago, I was on Twitter and I was getting a bit of stick from a Saints fan because the I was a bit critical oh. of something that happened the other day. And, oh. yeah,
1: I did. I, I did actually say to you, didn't I? If you don't want to disclose it or anything like that, then then don't feel free. You know, want to remain neutral on you. Uh, but you, were, you would never know. We we would have never guessed, would we, Callum? Like looking at his, his Twitter account, we had you down as what did we have you down as? Leeds? We had did we, have in as Leeds? Yorkshire, did we have you down as Leeds or Castleford? Didn't we? I think. Castle,
2: well, I actually, yeah. live in West Yorkshire. Oh, do you? I, um. Yeah, I live in West Yorkshire. I live. Um, my my closest team are Batley, um, oh, okay geographically. So, um, but yeah, I've lived in West Yorkshire for seven years, and right. no ah. one. It's it's good that no one knows. Well, you do now, but yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> no, brilliant. Yeah, we had you down. We had you down as a cast fan, didn't we?
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> but that's, no, brilliant. But first of all, congratulations on the account because I mean, you you're really up to date. You have some really um, uh, some really insightful thoughts to it. On a on a daily basis, um, where where did where did the um, where did where did the idea come for the uh, for the six again?
2: This is about as funny as the other one. Um, I was sat one Thursday evening, I think Sulford had been on, and I was in a bit of a grump. <laughs> my wife had gone to bed, and I wanted to rant about rugby league, but my own Twitter page is full of football, and not many people. Uh, not many rugby league supporters so I just decided to set up a page and I had a rant excellent and I had a couple of couple of rants on a couple of tweets went to bed and woke up and my phone didn't stop my wife looked at me as if I was having an affair so I had to tell her what was going on and that's basically how it started um mm. And since then, yeah, as, as I say, I just, I just try and keep it light and fun, and and take it from there. Really, yeah. I, uh, to be honest
1: with you, I think Callum, I think that's that's pretty much the same story as the pod, isn't it? Really.
0: Yeah, pretty much. We just wanted to talk about different things that were happening in the game, didn't we? And. Especially the last few weeks, it's been a, it's been a bit ranty, hasn't it? And yeah, you know we've got the red corner, which to be fair hasn't featured in a few weeks. It's, it, everything's been a bit. It's been an entire red corner, but yeah. Um, yeah, we just wanted to to just talk about rugby league for an hour, didn't we?
1: Yeah. To be honest, it's, it's they've had a depressing We've had a depression step, haven't we, for the last few weeks? Yeah. We've made Morrissey look cheerful, haven't we, the last few <laughs> we weeks? Have, yeah? yeah. So yeah, but uh, brilliant. So. Right, right. Well, thank you for that. It's really interesting. So, we're going to if we do our little feature, and we're going to we're going to go into another little our our little universe, aren't we, Callum? Yeah. So, we're going to so we're going to look we're going to look and we're going to go to where we're going the year 2024. Four? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go. We are now in 2024. <laughs> How's my beard looking now? Three years on. Uh, somehow greyer. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. So 2024's arrived, right? And we're going to ask you now, Super League. Right. So first of all, um, we're still in existence, aren't we? Just about. Oh, yeah. Only just. <laughs> only only just. Uh, we, we're probably sponsored by Holland's Meat Pies, Um which is no money involved, obviously, but the players get a free pie and chips after the game, that sort of thing. but how many how many teams have we got, Brian?
2: I'd still say we're still on 12.
1: okay, Callum um, <laughs> I'm going to say 14. Okay, so in your opinion then, or in, in, in well callum first, uh 14. is it the same 12 plus two others or has anyone gone?
0: Uh, good question. I'm going to say, what, we're on three years. I reckon it's still the same and they've just brought two up. And who are they bringing up? Who's in? Uh, Bradford have been fast-tracked. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> um, and I'm going to say...
1: Despite finishing ninth in the championship. Yeah. 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 Okay.
2: Um, but... Connections. Yeah, yeah. connections. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's no
1: Buffy left. just <laughs> <No. laughs>
0: Um... And I'm going to say York
1: York, no yeah. to lose no I'm gonna say York so Bradford and York, yeah have been so we've actually moved off the m sixty two a little bit a little bit onto the a sixty four yes, we've gone that way yeah yeah Brian is it the same is it the same twelve for you?
2: no oh okay i I think there's gonna be a little bit of change. I think as you were saying last week about people not taking steps forward and changing it to 14, and other codes doing it. Mm. I think they're going to see mm. what the other codes are doing and then progress from there. Okay. Um, a bit after 2024. Yeah. So I think there's still going to be a little bit of relegation and a little bit of promotion. And I think Lee will won't come back up and I don't know who else, but I think there's going to be two. I think there's going to be two changes. Okay.
1: Have you changed your mind now, Cal? I forgot
0: about Lee. Yeah, I think Lee are getting relegated and not going to.
1: So you've got another one to bring in now then? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with Toulouse then. Right. So Toulouse, York and Bradford. Yeah. And then there'll be a little bit of 2 in and in bry as far as you're concerned.
2: Yeah, I think Toulouse will be a mainstay after they come up. He's going to say say witness, isn't he? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, only if Marlon and are play. Yeah. Um, um, no, I think it'll be like a mix between Salford, Wakefield, Featherston. I think it'll be like a bit like West Brom the football, bouncing yeah, back up and down. Uh,
1: you, you would think, wouldn't you, at some point that Featherston have got a tremendous shout? They seem really well run. Uh, they seem well organised as as a club, mm. not not as, as, as not even as a team, but as a club. Um, you know, they've got a good fan base, um, you know, they've won the championship previously. You know, you would think that they would have a, a decent shout of, of being in. And I would have thought they had a decent chance of being in this time round, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I think they they probably did. But I think um, the RFL have gone with a fairly safe choice, haven't they, in Leeds
1: for this time round? Um but I would have thought that yeah like you said they had
0: a really good shout
1: anyway but you say that and they haven't really come close to winning a game no but they weren't to know that no they? I suppose not I suppose so what I'm gonna do i'm gonna split i'm gonna split the league up for for you two now i'm gonna i'm gonna say right I'm gonna put a top five in in fact I'm gonna put a top half dozen in at the moment let's let's talk about the biggest clubs at the moment. So what I want to do is to put in Leeds, Catalan, Saints, Wigan, Hull, and Warrington. They're, they're I think, at the moment, the biggest clubs, if you like, mm-hmm. in terms of support, promotion, etc. Yeah. That's not that's not trying to do a disservice to like Hull, K.R., Castleford, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, they're they're to me that that's the six I've gone with. So you're winding forward for three years. Who out of those? Let's let's discuss those six first. Who's in right? Who's in the best position out of those six, and who's in danger of slipping away? We all know that sports goes in cycles. So who's who's slipped away in the next three years? Who's on a rebuilding job? who's just not got it together, and who's really, really bounced forward?
2: I think in three years, that'll be the year that Saints are in their rebuild. Everyone says it's going to be next year, but with the re-signings that they've made, Mm. I think that they might just get another couple of years, tops, and then it's going to be the rebuild. Like they had um, around 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009, you can have something similar to that from about twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. I think they're going to be the major ones out of the bigger ones.
1: Interesting to read Christian Wolf's comments this week that were saying that um, other clubs are outbidding Saints on the, on his players because of the improved contracts to some of the youngsters as well.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's. I think there's I think there's major issues at Saints behind the scenes, obviously with what Wolf has said. But I think one of the main things is Wolf hasn't committed himself yet. Mm. So so I think there may be some players who are who are not sure about themselves. There's some players who are on the periphery who who are decent players, decent players for the squad, but they don't know if the coach is staying yet. So they don't know who's coming in, so they won't know if they want it. Yeah, I also think a, a big thing for it's who do you get to replace Yeah. when he does retire.
0: Yeah, that that was um, going to be one of my points about Saints during all this. I I I think a lot of it is dependent on whether Wolf stays or not, because I know that there's been you know a lot of Saints fans and stuff who criticised his his style. Um, and i think a lot of that depends on if he stays what sort of what what the style of signings that will come in then and if he only ends up staying for for another year um what happens then are you stuck with these these players that the next coach doesn't want to, you know this the, he has a different style and i think it all comes down to whether um he stays or not and, and what signings the and what style of Start signings that Saints bring in, like, is it going to be like a Tongan style, safe as as houses, defensively type thing? And we
1: look at the points that they've conceded, and Mm. it's only about 80 points, I think, in the full season, something like that might not even be that. No, um, and also, I think with Saints, you know, all right, there, there are others on the scene now, obviously, but since the start of Super League they've pretty much had the best hooker in the league for 25 years. Mm.
0: And I don't think it's going to be a third. There's going to be a third one, I don't think. Unless no. they bring, I don't know, Brandon Smith from the
1: Storm over yeah. or something. Do you know what I mean? Which, Well, Aaron Smith, Bryce, seems to have dropped down the pecking order a little bit, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, I think I think after the first couple of games this season, he's just not being seen. I know, I know he took a head knock, one game, I was going attempting to score a try didn't he And since then, he's just not been seen. I think, I think he just doesn't like him. Yeah. I think, and I think this is what we're both trying to say. It's, it's if Wolf, if Wolf does stay, clearly then he's out the door. But if Wolf doesn't stay, he, he'll if he if his contract's up, he'll sign a new contract.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
2: it's be. it's the same with be- it's the same with Bentley. He loved Bentley, but. Obviously, Bentley wants to go close to home and stuff like that. But is there is there something behind the scenes that yeah. stopped him?
1: Yeah, I mean, as a Saints fan, Brad, I mean, I mean, we've on the pod before we've talked about for Saints fans, we've talked about the they always seem pretty divided over um, Theo Farge. Um, where do where do you stand on it? Because the, obviously, there's there's strong rumours that he's going to is it Huddersfield, Callum? Yeah, strong rumours that he's going to Huddersfield. And then you read things, and half the Saints fans say, "Great, well, let's get him going. We can, we can get a more uh, attacking scrum half." Um, and others say, "Well, no, he's you know he's, he's great, and we shouldn't be, we should be tying him down." Where, where do you stand on it? If you're a Saints fan, right?
2: For myself, I love him. I absolutely love it. I think if Lewis Dodd wasn't on the scene, a lot more fans would appreciate what he does. Right. And I think because of the history of bringing youth through and and all all the clamour around Dodd for the last three years now. Uh, people expect, it, expect yeah. them big things. Yeah. And I think it's the case of Farge is in the way. He won't play if Farge is here. Yeah. So let's get rid of Farge. Yeah. But for me, d- defensively, I don't think there's a better seven in the league than Theo Farge some of the big fellas who've come over the top of I him, mean, you just see him holding on to the legs yeah. and, you get it, and they're hitting the floor as he's doing it and the amount of tackles he goes through a game yeah. and they all think he's small, we'll bully him and he doesn't. He doesn't and he, and yeah. he doesn't. He stands no, he's, up he's every a, you know, time. He's a, he's a tough lad, definitely. definitely. So I think I think that's the issue. I think if Lewis Dodd wasn't on the scene, Theo Farge would be not want, would be, more people would want him to stay.
1: Which is a bit of a, an NRL sort of thing, isn't it really, where you've got somebody that might be playing well at Scrum but then you've got the next one that's in the production line that well actually we we can't stop that progression so you're on your way. Which yeah. is what they do in the NRL a lot, isn't it Callum? Yeah, I think I
0: think you've told the story, haven't you, about um we did that work for Samoa during the th- 2013 World Cup, and oh, Luke Walsh, and Luke Walsh was coming to Saints, but Luke Walsh for a spell in the NRL had been the best halfback uh, the, for the you know, yeah. yeah, six, seven weeks or whatever, and um, Daryl yeah. Harlegan, yeah, he said, yeah, he might have been, but he's stopping whoever coming is through. coming through, yeah. you know, getting game time, so yeah, that's, that's why right. he goes off. And you're right, it is a very yeah. NRL type thing to think.
1: Yeah, well, move, moving away from Saints though, I mean, one one team that I think if if you were a fan of this club, I think you'd be quite excited for the next three years, and I think that's Leeds personally.
0: Yeah, I think um, they're they're in the middle of their rebuild, aren't they? I think, um, and I know they've got some players off contract, you know, especially this year, like uh, Conrad Hurrell, Robert Louis. Reece Martin, Matt Pryor is one I think that they are absolutely desperate to keep because he's been phenomenal. He was
1: outstanding last night.
0: Yeah, he's been phenomenal. Um, and he will be a big, big loss um, for Leeds and Super League as well. Um, but they're, they're sort of, I feel like they're sort of back, coming back on that upswing. They, I think they're sort of at their lowest point or, or just gone past it and I think they're starting to, to come back up. And, and they've
1: got some good young players as well.
0: That's it. The thing is with all these clubs, you, with St. Helens, Leeds, uh, Wigan, Warrington, their academies are that good and they've always got that, that next generation coming through that always sort of sees them in the top half, I yeah. think.
1: Yeah. Um, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come on to the next one for you then. Um where do you see Hull, Hull FC?
2: Hull FC, again, I think they have a great youth system. And I think it all depends on the replacement halves. Because I don't think Reynolds and Sneed Sneed may be there a bit longer. But I don't think Reynolds will be. And I think who they bring in. Because they obviously have have a talent coming through the system, like yeah. Wynne. And cater and players like this. Mm. So I think it's all down to the recruitment on on the replacement arts. And also as as long as they can keep Jake Connor. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. um, Absolutely. He's the talisman for them, isn't he? Yeah.
2: I think I think they'll be going well. I've I've got a sneaky feeling they'll be pretty good I just it 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 all depends on for me if Connor stays, who do you bring in at six, if Sneed stays if he goes, they you need to bring in a six and a seven? Yeah. But yeah. my main thing is the coach. If Hodgson then gets off of the job in the NRL, is he gonna go and snap it up? Mm. Is he just gonna turn to go back go back? Yeah. Because he's is um is he's, he's been put on the radar from how good Hull have been doing. Yeah. So I think I think they're the main three, but I think they're now becoming as you say, like with uh, Leeds, Waddington, Saints, Wigan, I think their youth system's becoming up to them levels. Yeah. And I think I think that's gonna hold them their key in the future.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. Um both of you, uh, Callum, I'll turn to you first. Um talk to me about the Catalan Dragons.
0: I mean, what a season they're having so far. And it's really pleasing to see because obviously they've, they've, I think they've had some hard times, haven't they? And it's nice that, that you know the league and that have stuck with them, and um, I think it's paying dividends now. The crowds and stuff that they're getting as well, and and I think um, I think the big thing for them this season is uh, Steve McNamara, and I think he has changed the the mentality and the the, the sort of ethos of the club because I think it's been known as a bit of a uh, an holiday camp, hasn't it, for some players where they, they can't get contracts anywhere else so they go and sit in the sun in the south of France and just eat loads of cheese and wine or something. Dave Taylor. Yeah. Um, I think James Malone has a lot to do with that. I think he has and, and Sam Tompkins as well, I think, is a big part of that group. and um, he, uh, Then, you know, they've got players coming through like look at um Artemog and stuff. He's he's electric, him. Yeah, um and and some of the French lads, Benjamin Garcia's obviously new captain and, and things like that. So yeah, they 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 are coming to I think if we're saying that the sports a circle, they are coming to the top of that circle I think and um how long they stay there for I'm not
1: sure about Well, Bright if they if they get to the top of the circle, because as it stands at the moment, um the potential grand finalists aren't they at the moment. Um so, if they were to win, suppose they were to win the grand final this year, which is not beyond the realms of possibility, does that really have a massive impact in rugby league in France, for example? Um, because I'm I'm not convinced that when they won the Challenge Cup, that that had a massive impact. Perhaps COVID had something to do with that. I'm not quite sure they saw the, the the reflection in in that part of the world by winning the Challenge Cup. But if they won Super League, they won the Grand Final, that could be a, a completely different animal altogether. Bry,
2: yeah, I, I agree in part. I think the if they did go on with it, which again, you can see it happening, can't you? You you can easily see them going on and lifting the trophy. Yeah, I think I think the the I think there's another level to Catalan at the minute. Which no one's seeing, and I think that's if Toulouse get in, if Toulouse get in, they'll have, they, they'll want to step up, mm. because obviously Toulouse now have the stadium they share with the Union side. Yeah, it's a fantastic stadium, and obviously they'll be able to pull the crowds in. They'll yeah. do things like double headers with the Union, with the Union games, and and I think that's where Catalan could actually make that step. Yeah. To make them bigger. I don't I, I don't actually think they need to win the competition to make that step. I think the step would be first with Toulouse coming. To have
1: two French super league uh, to, teams. To,
2: yeah. yeah, to see because then there'll be a bit of a rivalry for them, but also because they'll want to attract more support instead of it fading away to the bigger stadium. Yeah. Um Is toulouse and I think
1: toulouse in the north of France.
2: No, I think is it's in the, the south. F- is,
1: it in the f- is it in the south in the like south. Catalan, is it? Yeah, I'm not quite yeah. sure, to be honest.
2: But, yeah. but, they,
1: but they yeah, would be, you're right, though, because then they would push each other on, wouldn't they?
2: Yeah, and I think that's what it is. I think I think that, that would give them that extra boost. So, uh, let's just say they got to the playoffs, they've finished league leaders, that's the players that got knocked out. I think they would be despondent, but if then to lose where to be promoted, it give them that extra extra push we need to be top dogs we need it's just it's just like Wigan St Helens Waddington, let's say they need to be top in their area they yeah. need to be above them they and i think that might just give them that push then yeah. to be consistent consistently good
1: but it might also help their the youth development it might it might get a lot more youngsters playing the game in that area of the world and um, yeah, yeah. You know, that might yeah. really help
2: them man it I think it'll help because obviously the TV coverage would be huge because they're both in South France. You then have that um, you'd have that core area where they may turn to league instead of turning to union. Yeah, and then you'd be able to bring your Morgues, more more of them type of players through. Yeah, I do think the main issue with Catalan is trying to keep Morg out of the other code.
1: And it, like yeah, and I, I yeah, I think it's a great point that I think, and I hate that more than anything. Yeah,
0: I don't mind losing them to the NRL and, and or another, another club, club even, and, but when we're losing to, to the to union, it just yeah.
1: I think Bramex a really good point there. I think if we add that, then then rugby league starts to increase across the the south of France, yeah. and well, that's show them Nazis, was not it? <laughs> yes. yes, right. So yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And then the last the last two in in this little section, then. Um, Callum you can take your pick on Wigan or Warrington,
0: um, I think we'll go Warrington because I think they might I don't know i just i I think they might sort of be top of this pile in in two or three years. you think they might actually it might actually be their year, possibly uh, yeah i mean yeah the 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 sign these they seem that desperate to win one, aren't they,
1: but nothing ever changes
0: no but i I don't know, I suppose it depends um. I mean, Daryl Powell will will do well at Warrington, I think, and and like I say, the academy and the players that they got coming through, like um, Josh Thule, he seems to be the the big one, doesn't it? Um, What's the
1: signings from Castleford that they're bringing in, yeah, yeah.
0: in Holmes, Matautia. <laughs> I know they're losing players like Mamo and and possibly Austin, um, and and will up, they have, up, will they up, have up, Williams? Yeah, so if they bring Williams in, he's I think he'll give more to Warrington than Austin has overall.
1: And we've already said that it looks like Widder wants to stay as well.
0: Yeah. You know, if you've got an half back combination of, of Williams and Widder, that's 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 some that's a pretty good half back pair in that.
1: Yeah, you'd be more than happy with that. Yeah,
0: and um, you know, if they bring a, a one or two props in if Hill leaves. Yeah. I know they've signed Robbie Mulhern and they've got people like Joe Philbin. I I think and obviously Daryl Clark staying as well there was obviously NRL interest so unless that changes over the next year or two um, if they manage to keep Daryl Clark as well who I think is the best nine in in the league um, I I think things are looking pretty good for Warrington
1: Ryan would you agree?
2: I would agree I think the only answer would be Price has done fairly well so far from an outsider's point of view, obviously with Challenge Cup finals, but they they want the Holy Grail, mm, yeah. and and I think that's the only issue with them over the next few years. Will Powell get the time? Will he? Uh, will Will the support turn sour? Because mm. at the start of, start of this season, after three, four, five games, every league, every team wanted their coach out in the league. Yeah,
1: there wasn't a and, team that was happy, was there? <laughs>
2: And yeah. and so you're now gonna look at is well how long is okay, so Powell gets a year, he gets a year in, he gets to the playoffs, he might get to the chance Cup final. If he doesn't get to if he doesn't get to the grand final or win there the year after, is is the crowd, is the support, is the is the hierarchy gonna turn on him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only issue with, with Warranton where is the other uh, no no disrespect to small teams but bigger teams. They have a bit more leeway with some coaches. Yeah. In the hierarchy and obviously with the fan base. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, and Wigan, where will they be in, in twenty twenty-four, Brian? I
2: think the I think this this season is the transition season. And I think it all depends on Lamb and if he stays. Now obviously there's rumours about Sean Wayne going back and then what role but if if Sean Wayne does go back, I do. I don't see it as a coach. I see it as a, a type of director of rugby type of thing. Yeah, and I think the progression is to see uh, O'Loughlin come through as coach, and mm. I think I think that'd be. I think that's where they'll be in in three four years time. with when Sean Wayne as director, of will be in O'Loughlin as the coach, and then you. As with Saints and Leeds and Warrington, the the plethora of talent they've got coming through. There's a couple of lads at Halifax, I think, who were who were pulling pulling up trees and and you, you you just you Wigan don't ever seem to go they had that one season, then they were they got close <laughs> with the yeah. relegation. Yeah. Um but other than that, they're always there thereabouts, aren't they? Yeah. And it, it's due to that talent line.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Callum, anything to add on that?
0: Um I mean, pretty much agree with 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 what Bryce said um with you know the academy and and the the conveyor belt that they have at that club and um I I don't know, I just I think they might be towards the bottom of this pile in 2 3 years though. I just yeah. got a feeling about it um with the players that are leaving obviously. Man, I, I suppose it depends who they bring in, doesn't it? And and like you say whether Adrian Lamb's still there or not and um, they've got quite a few big names out of contract this year. French is out of contract, but apparently he's agreed to stay on for 2022. But then you're losing Hastings uh, and, and Gildart to, to West Tigers. Manfred is retiring, unfortunately. I uh, can't go on forever. Um, Rumours that Joe Bullock's off to Warrington. So there's some big names there, yeah. and I suppose it depends... Who they bring in and how many they can bring in at once? Yeah, yeah, um, and and they haven't got their own ground. Yeah. I, that, I mean, that doesn't really affect him. I just like to bring it up now and then. Yeah, um, so, <laughs> well, they haven't got their own ground. Yeah, <laughs> so I
1: mean,
0: <laughs> but you never know what happened with the football Ta- and stuff. So. Yeah,
1: Ta- talking of talking of grounds, we'll go, we'll move on, and and I've put the next three in the, in the category of can they push on Okay, and break into this six and break into the playoffs and break into the grand final. One's a little bit hard because Cass have already done it. So can they do it again without the power factor? Mm. And the other two, um KR, who were seemingly on the up. Yep. Tony Smith, I think, has, has, uh, doesn't quite get the credit he deserves wherever he goes, I think. Mm. And uh, I've put Wakefield in that as well. Right. On the basis that I don't think they're as weak at the moment as the other three that are left,
0: okay, um I think two of them could break in Guam uh cass who were, who were there anyway, I suppose the question with Cass is can they stay there,
1: Lee Radford to come in for next year
0: yeah and 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 we've we've said it on here before the 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 players that they've lost over the years and you just found a way of replacing phenomenal. them. Raggy yeah. Chase, uh, Denny Solomona, uh, Luke Dawn. you know, people like that. Yeah.
1: Big, big plus for them this week that Paul McShane signed a new contract.
0: Yeah. Cause he, he would walk into any super league team. I think apart yeah. from maybe Warrington, just because Daryl Clark's there. Yeah. Um, and, and who was all KR. Yeah. I think they, 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 like you say, are on the open. I think they can break in and, I think as long as Tony Smith stay there and and they keep this momentum going and obviously rumored to have signed Lachlan Coo as well.
1: Yeah, big rumors on that this week. isn't it? Yeah,
0: they? that's a tremendous signing for OKR yeah. because he's been excellent at St. Helens. So I think I I think there's two of them there with a chance. Wakefield, I'm not that convinced by. No, especially after losing Joe Westerman. Yeah,
1: back okay. I thoughts on those three.
2: Pretty much the same. I I think Hulk KR are going to be. I think Hulk are going to make changes to the playoff systems. I think they're going to sneak in one either this year or next year, and someone like a Leeds or a Wigan are going to lose out for two years on the spin, and they're going to change the rules so it's a top eight or Mm. a top seven. Yeah. Because Hulk I are gonna be the ones, so obviously as you say, the ones so there's rumours of takeovers. Um and I, I think I think as much as is about Tony Smith not getting the credit, I think the influence Danny McGuire's had on that club mm. cannot be underestimated.
1: Yeah. So they, they could I, be the gate crashers, couldn't
2: they? I, I think they're gonna be the one. I I really believe there's gonna be a, a change to the playoffs yet again. And it's going to be because either Caird or Castleford are going to be consistently in that top five. Yeah. And because one of the big boys are losing out, there's going to be, um, someone's going to be unhappy. Yeah. And there's going to be changes. And I think my biggest, if we're you in a crystal ball moment, I honestly believe either this season, next season, the season after, there's going to be a whole derby in the semi-finals of the playoff. Ooh,
1: wow.
2: I really that's that's how that's how much faith I've got in Hulk at the moment because they are on the up. No one can deny it.
1: That's ne- that's nearly as good as my Huddersfield will finish second prediction. Yeah, but this no, mine's better. Is <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. just finally, then on our little crystal ball, and I've got one more question. Then at the end of that, for you to finish off. And then we've got uh, Lee Huddersfield and Salford.
0: Where do you start? Lee and Salford. Lee are in massive trouble. I think they're going to go and I don't think they're going to come back up. Uh, Salford, again, I think could go down the um, next year. If Lee go down this year, I think, the, you know, if I think even it doesn't matter if it's Toulouse or Featherstone, chances are it's going to be one of them two teams if they come up.
1: I think with Salford, a lot depends on whether they can get the ground right as well. If they lose yeah, this ground, I think. <sighs> But You're I I, think, I can really. see
0: them going down in uh, 2022. Um, so that's two of them gone out of Super League. Um, who was the last one? Huddersfield. Huddersfield, I think, might.
1: Just lost League Askell as well, haven't they, Huddersfield, to, to Wakefield, haven't they?
0: Have they? Is that yeah. where he's gone? Yeah. And obviously, there's rumours that Caesar's going to Leeds. That's two, two big players for them two very very key players
1: my concern for Huddersfield is that Ken Davey can't go on forever yeah and when he doesn't when he can't do it or he's not there to do it um, what happens to Huddersfield yeah that That, would be my concern that could see them off yeah right final thoughts on those three
2: I agree with you I see Ken Davey being the major thing for Huddersfield
1: he's kept them Um, hasn't
2: he he's just kept them going and that's that's going to be their big thing. And with these three clubs, it's not as much the players, the ground, the fans. I think it's personnel yeah. and the hierarchy. I think I think Salford, Ian Blees does such a good job there. Yeah. Again, it's underestimated. And if, if he was to walk away, you, it's like it's like Carter Wakefield. You you wouldn't know. You, it wouldn't be the same club. Yeah, it wouldn't have the same impact. And Lee, I think their ish, main issue is the revolving door that's the coach's office. Yeah. yeah. And once they get that sorted, they may have a chance of coming up and staying up. Yeah. But until there's actual faith in a coach. Yes, they was shown the they gave they gave him a bit of faith this year, John Duffy didn't he and yeah. he took him obviously, but they, they, you know you're going down, there's there was no need to sack him. No, no need whatsoever. Sure.
1: Yeah, was... especially as we said last week when the, then the owner comes out and says, "I'll ba- I'll back all my players and stuff <laughs> right to the end." But like, well, we didn't do that with John Duffy, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, there you go. So the last question, just to wrap up our little crystal ball segment, is: twenty four. We're three years ahead. The grand final is going to be between, and the winners are going to be. Right. I'll come to you first.
2: Warrington be one of the whole clubs,
1: <laughs> right?
2: I can't call it. Okie
0: dokie. I am. That was was
1: about as committed as Phil Clark. That wasn't it. That
0: was (laughs) he was that (laughs) one. My
2: wife will love that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Callum, (laughs) Um, I'm going to say that it is um, Warrington as well, and I think they're playing Leeds, and I think that's the year that Warrington do
1: it. Okay. Cool. You heard it here first. Yeah. So brilliant. So I think, um, Callum, are we, are we coming back into, are we, are we coming, are we going traveling back oh, in yeah. time now to back 2021? Oh, and there we are. We're all, we're all back. We've woke up from our little 2024 dream. Bright, It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Um, I'm uh, I'm hoping we can uh, we can get you on again at some point.
2: Always, anytime you want. Brilliant,
1: and um, best of luck to the account for for people that are listening. Please go and follow Six again, and um, and it's a, a wonderful account. Congratulations on it, uh, and no doubt we'll uh, we will speak to you soon.
2: Thank you very much. No worries. Love the pod. Cheers, boys. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thanks, Thank Brian. You, Brian.
1: Brilliant! That was,
2: he was good one.
0: He he was very good. He made some very very good points. Yeah.
1: So thanks, Brian. No doubt we'll uh, we will speak to Brian again. Absolutely. For another feature, um, do you know the quality of our guests? You know is fantastic. Yeah. You know we've had we've had Gray, uh, we've had we've had Jordan. Uh, we've now had bright quality. Yeah. So if you fancy featuring, if you can follow them, then uh, uh, we'll uh, be we'll glad to hear from you absolutely so yeah Um, so just to wrap up then Callum because we've gone on a bit longer with the crystal ball and we are than we, we are. have
0: run out of time tonight so, so we're going
1: to just run through the, the past seven days results yep. Um, and then we'll a little preview and we're done uh, magnificent defensive performance by Saints when they beat Castle for 24 nil
0: yeah you're not up and keep casting nil dear No, <laughs> my, no
1: so uh, uh, well done there Um Cast picking and playing the matches before the cup final?
0: Not sure. Because so they had um, a 21-man squad, didn't they? Um, for, well, I think it was supposed to be tonight, actually. Against Huddersfield. But Huddersfield now can't get a game. So that's been postponed. So that,
1: it's, it's getting a bit too get fast, a team, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wigan, 14. Warrington, 40. Yeah. Warrington I'm running real. away with that second half. Um, Huddersfield, 12. Catalan, 50. Fine form. It just poses the question at the minute, when will Huddersfield play again?
0: Don't know, but Will Price made his debut for Huddersfield. Leon's son. Yeah, Price, son, congratulations and to, had, and, and to all the nice family. A nice little step and a pass which uh, was forward, but was missed. But we'll ignore that. Well done, Will.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, congratulations to the Price family there.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, Leeds 48, Lee 18.
0: Yeah, Lee are in big trouble, aren't they?
1: Yeah, the big derby game on Sunday. Saints 24, Wigan 6. I pretty... thought
0: Wigan were uh, lucky that it was raining as much as it did because it... they could have been on the... Well, end w- of the, well the weather result. in the
1: second half particularly was appalling. And I think having the lead, was it 18-0? Yeah, the half time. halftime, um, that really was Helt. the... Yeah, because that was worth another 10 points, wasn't it, really, yeah. in that weather? Yeah. yeah. But 24-6 uh and really good game last night Warrington 16 leads 22 fantastic game yeah i didn't expect that Leeds you know down to, uh, down to 11 pressing for <laughs> yeah pressing for uh, a, a a leveling score and uh excellent yeah very good really match. really good game and then as you've said Huddersfield can't play and that's been awarded as a as a 24-0 win so Castleford's uh, points difference is is even for this week
0: yeah and the other two Spawn games were Hull and Salford and Catalan and Hull-KR. Mm. They were
1: both supposed to be Monday night. It's very odd at the moment. Mm. Um, coming on to this week, really, really good game. Mouth-watering game, I think. Leeds versus Catalan.
0: Yeah, both teams eating a bit of form. Both coming off very good wins. Um, but I, I think Catalan alleged being top of the league and, and, and sort of flying at the minute. But I think it'll be close. I'm going to say
1: Catalan yeah. by eight. Okay, a couple of little bits by on that game. I think Leeds will win that. Right, I think Leeds will win. Couple of bits off that game. They're talking about Richard Agar moving upstairs, and they've, they've uh, apparently made an approach to Anthony Seibold. Uh,
0: yes, coach. they did, but then they said that Richard Agar was staying on for twenty twenty two.
1: Okay. Um, interesting news about uh, probably Leeds' most famous coach, Brian McDermott.
0: Yes, off to Oldham, isn't he? Off to Oldham
1: consultancy role. Have you spoke to uh, Have you spoke to your friend George about this by any chance? No, I haven't. Right, so we get, we need to get some George Goss for next week, then, don't we? Yeah. Okay. Let's let get another Rory story. Yeah, we need to get yeah. If we can get another Rory the Lion story. Rory the Roughyed. Yeah. Rory the Roughyed story. Just
0: call it Rory story.
1: Rory story. Yeah. Get. Another, I like that. We should, should have it? a jingle for that. We this week's Rory story. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's get some uh, let's get some Rory story and some Brian McDermott news. Um. Tomorrow, which is Wednesday, uh, sees uh, please support it if you can. Sees Rob Burrow Day. Yes. Uh, From Leeds Rhinos. So there's lots of things going on on social media there to support Rob and motor neurone disease. Um, So uh, find a way to get involved with that if you can and have a look at that. And also from Catalans, uh, interesting news this week coming out that uh, one of their ex-players, Israel Falau, who wanted to go home... um,
0: Did for a brief spell. But
1: now he's flew to Japan.
0: Yeah, and he's playing Japanese rugby, so he's done two clubs over. Yeah,
1: not he? He's done the Southport Tigers. Yeah, but I, I'm, I must say, what a legend he's been for the Southport Tigers.
0: Yeah, incredible.
1: What what a what a performance he's put in Getting for the them. Statue. That's absolutely fantastic. They they must be thrilled. Yeah. with his uh, achievements there. Yeah, um, and uh, now he's off to Japan. Could have been a red corner on its own, that for you.
0: Well, it nearly was, but we had that much on. Yeah,
1: okay. Um, Wake uh, Wakefield and Saints also on Friday.
0: Yeah, I think it depends what sort of team Saints put out, um, having the uh, Challenge Cup final the week after. Um, But they have missed a couple of games, haven't they, that have been postponed, so maybe they feel a bit fresher and maybe they feel like they need to get a a little bit more game time under the belt. So I'm going to say Saints, and I'm going to say Saints by
1: 10. Yeah. And Wakefield don't seem to have played for a little while either. No. So they'll be raring to go. Yeah. Hull versus Lee? Uh,
0: Hull by, I don't know, about 40 plus. I don't think it matters.
1: Interesting... Rumours this week about that uh, Danny Ward has left London Broncos. Now, and we'll talk about this more next week because they seem to be a club in crisis. Mm. Uh, fan, the attendance has gone down to about two hundred. They lost Jamie Langley a few weeks ago, didn't they? To to was it Rugby Union? I think right. as assistant coach, and now Danny Ward has left this week. Mm. Uh, that's worrying. Very. Which poses the question: Are London Scholars in a better position than London Broncos?
0: I don't know, but there's a, a market there for the for London. I think.
1: Yeah, so the the rumors there, uh, Danny Ward to Lee, but we'll see how that one goes. But I think you're right. I think that'll be business as usual for those two teams. Yeah, uh, interesting game again. Hull KR and Warrington.
0: Yeah, very interesting game. But you would have to think Warrington just because of the form that they've had, and and they'll want to bounce back after that um, defeat last night against Leeds. Um, I think I think Warrington by. <sighs> We'll say eight again, okay. Uh, Wigan Huddersfield. Um, if Huddersfield can get a team, will they play?
1: Will that game go ahead? First of all, I,
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it will, to be honest. I don't think it'll go ahead.
1: No, talking of Huddersfield. Oh, go and give us your prediction first.
0: If it had 24-0 to wick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that could be absolutely spot on. I reckon I have. Last week, Huddersfield, talk about Huddersfield, last week for the uh, Combined Nations, we sung the praises of Kenny Edwards last week. <laughs> yeah. So, let's just... Do you want to mention how, how it's gone from hero to zero this week? He's hop it, hasn't he? He's hop it, yeah. He's
0: been done for
1: uh, sticking his finger up someone's bum. But... Sam Cassiano has written a letter in his defence saying it was just a practical joke has he actually, yeah. I didn't say that. yeah he said it was just Kenny being Kenny <laughs> and he's wrote a letter of support saying please go eat. I know I I know I grasped him up I know I squealed on him at half time but please just take it easy because I, I realise now that it was just a practical joke and it was Kenny being Kenny
0: wow that's so, unbelievable so
1: let's see what happens with that one I don't think that'll uh, I don't think that'll cut the mustard with the disciplinary to be honest that that letter no, and finally, uh, Cass might get a game in before the the cup final. Uh, mm. Cass versus Salford, or oh, will they? Because Salford... oh no, Salford's off because of Huddersfield, isn't it? Uh, I lose track on no. Salford off because no, Huddersfield can't Salford. get a game.
0: Salford playing Hull. I lose Salford. No, sorry, this, yeah.
1: last this last week, Salford's game was off. But yeah, game's Oh, Yesterday, right. you mean? Uh, yeah, was that against Huddersfield? And then they had
0: one postponed on Thursday against Wakefield. Right. So it was Salford so it having is cases. Salford. So will
1: that will that go ahead? Possibly. And how does that affect Castleford going into the cup final? That
0: one might go ahead because it's more than a, a week. So yeah. they might have players back for that. Um, and I think Castle play a pretty strong squad because they've had games called off. Yeah,
1: and they'll want to they sign off with a, a bit of confidence going into Wembley. They
0: won't want to have two weeks off, will they? No. Um, so, so no. I think I think Castle win that and I think they'll win by twenty eight thirty because I think they'll want to put a marker down.
1: Yeah. Um I think that's about it, isn't it? It is. Sorry it's a bit rushed at the end there, wasn't it? But yes. I think that's and I'm I'm assuming next week is going to be a bit of a, a Wembley preview. It,
0: it's it will be, yeah. So what
1: we could do with is a Castleford fan for next week. Yep. To come on and talk about Castleford's chances. If that's you, give us a shout. And I think we might be uh, we might be tempting Grey back on, do not we, to talk about Saints chances? Yes. Brilliant. So we need a cast fan. Um, give us a shout. And I think that just about wraps us up. I have got a final thought, though, to leave us on the pod with. Okay. If you're interested in volunteering, Warrington's the place to be. Why is that? Because you can just, or Greg, in- if it's good enough for Greg Inglis, you can stay voluntary. Oh, on a right. voluntary basis for the for the rest of the year yeah. then there must be lots of volunteering opportunities in Warrington and that is the place to be and I'll leave you with that Rugby League thought of the week very good so wherever you're watching this week enjoy your Rugby League I hope your team wins and it's goodbye from me
0: and it's goodbye from me